Nowadays, when people think about racism, they think that it's getting better. But it's not getting better. It's just getting different. It's getting normalized. Hi, my name is Zara, and I'm here to discuss an issue that most people set aside. Islamophobia. It's almost humorous how differently the religion of Islam is viewed when compared to other religions. Typically, when one publicly insults a religion or ethnic group, hundreds condemn that person for holding such immoral views, but not Islam. When people make comments about how Islam is a religion of hate, that Muslims are out to kill everyone, or even Muslims are terrorist jokes, the public reaction is very different. People actually encourage these comments and defend those who make it. It's infuriating because I know this would not be tolerated if any other religion was in question. The Muslim community is often pushed to speak for the actions of fellow Muslims, yet other religions don't, be requ- don't seem to be required to do the same action. The United States of America was founded on the belief that every man and woman could follow whichever faith that he or she believed in. Yet in a Gallup poll conducted in 2015, only 49% of Iowa Republicans felt that the religion of Islam should be legal. The hypocrisy of this statement is unreal, and yet it's just a symptom of a much larger disease that plagues the world. Fear of a religion that is only founded by misconceptions. First, I'm going to delve deeper into instances where highly influential people have expressed highly Islamophobic viewpoints. To start, let's take a look at President Donald J. Trump, a man who expresses the views of conservative Americans. He once even stated in an interview, I think Islam hates us. This nature of fear-mongering by a man who holds such a position of power in global politics is, quite frankly, very alarming. This was further exemplified by the, quote, Muslim ban, a policy enacted early on by the Trump administration, which barred entry to the U.S. to people who came from seven Muslim-majority countries. While many think that this policy has been nullified and that the Muslim ban is over, they are, in fact, incorrect. Only 10% of people who apply for a visa from these blacklisted countries receive it, thereby showing that there is still ongoing discrimination, even if it's not constantly broadcasted all over the news. But enough about Trump. There's another highly popular figure who has repeatedly expressed anti-Islamic sentiment, HBO talk show host Bill Maher. Known for his witty jokes and sharp jabs, he also frequently makes extremely Islamophobic remarks during his talk show, Real Time with Bill Maher. He is constantly promoted anti-Islam during his talk show, eliciting cheap laughs from his audience from comments which include him spearing Islam to be the, quote, one religion in the world that kills you when you disagree with them. By spreading messages like this, Mahar is effectively spreading more hate throughout the nation and tainting the minds of future generations who may be brought up to believe the words that he spreads. Now, these are only the actions of people in the United States. Outside of the nation, issues like this are also extremely prevalent. Let's start in China, where Uyghur Muslims have been taken from their homes and placed into re-education centers, a euphemism for what they truly are, concentration camps. They were enacted to rid the Uyghurs of extremist thoughts. Over in Myanmar in 2017, there were attacks on predominantly Muslim villages, where the mass rape and burning of homes would occur. Now, in the UK, under the leadership of Prime Minister Boris Johnson, there has been a significant spike in hate crimes against Muslims. Many Muslim women have reported that they feel they are denied job opportunities simply because they choose to wear a hijab or religious headscarf. Then let's take a look at India, where there's always been tension between the Hindus and Muslims who reside in that area. Since 1947, when India and Pakistan divided, there's been some unrest between the two groups. 
but recently there's been a spike in religiously motivated hate crimes against Muslims, where people would be mercilessly attacked and beaten simply because of their religion. It comes to show that Islamophobia is not an isolated problem. It is occurring time and time again on a global scale. Now, the purpose of this podcast is not to attack any single political party or to single out the actions of any specific nation. It is not to say that Muslim people are never at fault or that non-Muslim people are always racist. I'm trying to spread the message that all Muslims are living, breathing humans, just like everyone else in this world. All that I'm asking is for Muslim people to be treated just like anyone else, regardless of what we believe in, because we, like every other human being, deserve to be treated as individuals. I'm asking anyone who manages to hear this podcast to be just a little bit more sensitive when they see Islamophobic actions and to realize the monumental impact that even a small joke can have. Don't let hate be normalized.